Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show, Hump Day Edition. Oh, man. What's up? That's... What's up? Camel from the Geico commercial, you remember. Mm Mm-hmm. Hump Day. Humpty Dumpty, probably, right? That's another one we could do. We could do Humpty Dumpty. Hey, happy Humpty Humpty. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be funny. The Humpty Humpty Dance. The Humpty Dance. Yes, we could play that to start the show every Wednesday, just to make Dawn crazy. Mm. (laughs) It wouldn't make me crazy. I don't know, just giving you more stuff to shuffle. Ah, it's just a button I put on the wall and I play it. It's no big deal. All right, maybe we'll do that, Steve. Yeah, I'd love no, it. not the Humpty Dance. Okay, I think it's great, Donna. Okay, sorry. You would. Um, that guy just died too. I know he's very he just, sad. He just, um, very, very sad. He just passed away. He did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. Okay, let's. Sad. Sad. Uh, yesterday we started the we, 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 yeah, we started out sad. Today. Can I just um, tell you that my dog is so naughty? He keeps running away. Oh, he keeps taking off. I mean, I had the whole neighborhood looking for him yesterday. Oh no, that's a. Oh, it's springtime. He wants to go find a lady. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> Even though he doesn't have any more, you know, he doesn't know that. Oh, Donna, you know what you might want to look into? Uh, an electric fence? Well, there's a different one. It's called, I don't have it. I have a friend who has it. I don't know how well it works, but it's by Caesar Milan, and it's called the Halo. Here's why this could be particularly advantageous for you. By the way, let me just say I'm about to reveal something about our phones that I never knew until last night. I cannot wait. And you must stick around for that. But as we talk technology, it, which would use your phone, it's called the Halo. So what you do is there's still a collar that the dog wears. I don't know how it, I'm sure it's some, you know, beeping or vibration or whatever that talks to the dog whenever they get too close to their uh, their fence, but it's not a fence. There's nothing underground. There are no wires and it's GPS. And so on your phone, let's say you go to the dog park, hypothetically, mm-hmm. oh, and wow. there are some rowdy dogs in the back corner and you're like, buddy, I want you to have fun, but you're not going back there. You would then open the map. You'd be pinching and zooming. Mm-hmm. And then you would set up a new perimeter for your dog, or you go over to your friends and they don't have a fence and you want your, you want to bring your dog. You can set up a perimeter right there for your dog. That's a great idea. Is this a Shark Tank invention? No, it's by Caesar Milan, the, the oh, dog whisperer. Oh, sorry, sorry. And it's, uh, it's called the Halo. And again, I know someone who has it. I I, I'm sure it beeps and vibrates. Okay. Yeah. You can always set it to you know X-ray probably okay. as well. See, and I have a collar that my last dog used because he was trained for hunting, mm-hmm. and they always use those those training collars, training collars, shock collars, whatever. I mean, they're like really expensive. They're like 170 dollars, and um, 
this guy's not trained. He doesn't know what any of this those noises mean right. or you know vibrations and the collar doesn't fit around his neck because neck. it's you have to get a big. different okay. yeah so i have to get a new band because he's so big <laughs> anyway he's just been so naughty and i could tell that one of the neighbor kids ended up getting him back in the house i'm driving around the neighborhood yelling oh, with the windows no. open going buddy buddy and i'm like don't chase him whatever you do here are treats. Anyway, treats, yeah. I've got a new problem. I think he might be a little losing his faculties a little bit, just a smidge. Okay. Aww. Yeah. So that's uh, a new issue that I have to deal with now. I'm really sorry, Donna. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Is it like doggy dementia? Maybe. Do dogs get that? I'm sure yes, they do. absolutely. Yeah. They do. And, you know, and then they can't hear as well. So even if you're calling out to them, their hearing is going. Oh. He's mm. almost 10. Mm. And he's a 90-pound dog, so... Mm. Anyway, that's my story. Now, <laughs> on to iPhones. Thank you. A day or two ago on the show, I was talking about a time that I was on an airplane, and I sat behind a woman, sort of kitty-corner from her, and she was reading a book, and then she picked up her phone, opened it real quick, checked a couple apps, put it right back down. And then a minute or two later, I noticed her do the same thing. Quickly open an app, open an app, put it down, go back to the book. So that became my entertainment, where I thought, what's happening over here? <laughs> so then I started watching this woman, and she kept picking it up, putting it down, picking it up. And she she never had a stretch of even five minutes of just reading the book. Mm. And I thought, I wonder if she even knows that she's doing this. Does she even realize how many times she's picking up her phone? Of course, in the documentary, The Social Dilemma on Netflix, it tells you about all of these things where we are we don't even realize what we're doing when we're doing it. So yesterday... I go over to my apps because I moved a bunch of apps off the side whenever we went on vacation. I didn't look an email once. I moved social media off to just some folder on the side. Yeah, where you can't, you don't know where it is. Yes, and it's just, even if it's a few swipes away, you're just less inclined to automatically open it and boom, open. So I've been on Instagram a lot less the last few weeks. And I go to check on that yesterday. So if you slide over, let's all go to our phones. Oh. If you have an iPhone, and you can safely do this, um, do this with me. Go to your home screen, and then we're going to swipe right. It's going to take us over. Once you're uh, there, it'll take you to a productivity thing. You'll see something about mm-hmm. you know, the weather and all that. Mm-hmm. Then you scroll down, and it shows you your productivity, so how much time you've spent on the screen today. I didn't even know this was here. Okay, so and it'll show <laughs> you your top mm-hmm. apps that you've been spending time on as well. And then click on that. Click on to that. And it's going to show you something. It'll take you to its own page where it's showing you your usage on your phone. Mm-hmm. Scroll down. Okay. I had no idea. They track your pickups. They track what? how many times you pick up your phone, which would have been great for this woman on the plane who seemed to be just non, uh, without even thinking. She was picking it up. Not only do they show you how many times you picked it up and they track it, you can go back and see last week. You can see what days you picked your phone up the most. I don't see any of this. Don either. I I see a graph. It says today, May 5th, and then there's a a graph, and underneath it says messages, clock, phone. Keep going down. I can't go any farther down. Really? I wonder if this is an update that ran. Oh, that could be. Oh, So then it shows me. See, okay, everybody yeah. doing this at home. You should, so you can't scroll down Total any pickups. further. Oh, no. I see it. Pickups. And then it says which ones I picked up. Yes, so here's what it does. It'll tell you how many times you picked up, when you picked up your phone. Oh, I see And it. the first 
app that you used after picking it up. So let me give you an example. So far today, I've picked up my phone 16 different times. <laughs> the, I've opened mail first three times, mm-hmm. went to settings one time, phone one time, Safari one time. It tracks all of that. Then yesterday, I had 74 total pickups of my phone. Mail was the most common one. Messages was the second most common one. Okay. So what this does is it actually shows you how many times, if you ever have, and if you have a friend who does this in conversation, picks up the phone a couple times while you're talking, give them this. Let them see some numbers. See, I want you to, now that your phone's up again, look at how many times you're picking up your phone. So is this today? Like how many times you picked it up today? Yep. But then look, Donna. Look how many I have. Holy crap. How many times have you picked up? 14 times total pickups. I'm at 16 today. What was your Tuesday? It's right there in the graph to the left of it. Um, Click on your Tuesday bar. So just click on the bar and 48 total pickups. I did 74. Oh my God, let's go to Monday. On Sunday, I try to stay away from my phone, 36. Sunday, 67. Wow. Isn't that cool? I'll never remember how we got here. So it's really simple. You just swipe right so that you go to like the menu page on your phone, which shows you your usage. Then you click on your usage. And then all you got to do is scroll down and it will show you your pickups. And you could schedule time away from the screen. It says yep. downtime, schedule, mm-hmm. set a schedule for time away from the screen. During downtime, only apps that you choose to allow and phone calls will be available. Otherwise, you can't use your phone. Speaking of which. That's, that's nifty. Pick up your phone. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, today, it's a Wednesday. Millennial X Games coming up at 1130, hour three of the podcast. When we come back, it's some things that make you go, huh, next on Donna and Steve. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and this. Things that make you go. Donna has a fascination with octopi. Mm-mm. Octopuses. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, no one wants to say that. Octopuses. <laughs> I like them because I watched that documentary, my mm. octopus teacher, and yeah. became very interested in how smart they are, how much personality they have. Mm. <laughs> they do. They have tons of personality. We believe you, Donna. Um, and we support you. Can I ask a question briefly about that? Sure. Mm-hmm. I really want to watch it. Are there a lot of wide shots where you see 
out into the vast ocean not and really in the depths of something that could be lurking back there or is it just close shots on that octopus there's probably a few of those things that you don't like uh-huh. would you not you don't want the deep dark recesses no sir yeah i i don't think tell me something that would be more frightening than being on a cruise and then lowered off of the side of the deck. You're in the middle of the ocean. Why are you doing that? And then your feet are dangling underwater. You're above water treading. And then you just, you're thinking, please don't look down. Don't look down. Don't look down. And then you look down and almost hear what you see. And it's this huge sperm whale. Blue whale. Bye-bye. Goodbye. No, Dawn. Dawn. This, no, <laughs> we have to talk this through is this. Like a, this is like a serious issue for dawn see what you did did she leave she left oh my god it's like a serious like she's gone through therapy because of this you have to tell me that before i do i didn't know i was gonna stare out a room every now and then that she's gets anxiety from that like a real condition how do you feel about yourself now (laughs) i feel bad i didn't know i didn't want to scare off but back to the sound i'm not sure she's not i'm not sure she's coming back ever has this happened to you? No. Oh, nightmare. Oh, I thought it happened to you. No, I have okay, this. Okay, all right. Having gone, he's going to yeah, apologize. Yeah, we're done. Is he done yet? I yep, it's all to about him. Um, cats and puppies. Okay, great. What Everybody were we talking about? Puppies. See, I had a brief anxiety, question, oh, okay, and yeah. then it turned into. I did, I did. For the record, I was not trying to scare you out of the room. <laughs> You're not looking at me like <laughs> you trust me or believe me. Right I now. filled him in. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Back to an octopus. I wouldn't I watch it. If okay. I okay. All right. Thank um, you. An octopus doesn't have eight arms. It has six arms and two legs. <gasps> two of its tentacles work like legs and help it move while the six arms grab for food. I felt like an octopus last night. My two legs were walking <laughs> me to the pantry and I was grabbing multiple bags. I had three bags of uh, <laughs> chips, uh, cereal, and three slices of cheese all after nine o'clock. Didn't you have like a whole bunch of like hot tamales the, the other before. day? Well, I had the box of hot tamales, the movie sized box of hot tamales the night before and cereal. And then I lost a pound. And so I was, I told my, <laughs> my wife wanted to shove me. Now she I'm said, leaving. No, wait. And then, <laughs> and then this happened. And I said, look, I have to continue to push the limit of this. I must continue to test it. To see how, to much, see. how much bad you can do without having any repercussions. repercussions so i had cooler ranch doritos a couple of things of barbecue chips honey nut checks big bowl and the three slices of cheese and we had that cauliflower oh pizza for dinner which by the way meanwhile you know, i had but, a gallon of water and gained five pounds yeah <laughs> same okay i did go up 1.6 though so all my dogs out there you know it's tough to be a man in the 21st century oh my god Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Gosh, I'm just tuning him out now. Uh, Coca-Cola. This is fun. Let's talk about Coca-Cola. Okay. Coca-Cola's Dr. Pepper clone has had four name changes since it was introduced. So it started as Peppo in huh? 1972. <laughs> <laughs> then it became Dr. Pib oh. later that year. <gasps> then oh. changed to Mr. Pib mm-hmm. one year later after Dr. Pepper sued them. For then being became... Dr. Pib. And it was they, they did Dr. Pib for a brief time. <laughs> then they got their license revoked. Uh-oh. Became Mr. Pib. They were that for 28 years until they became Pib Extra in 2001. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even know that Dr. Pepper was a Coca-Cola product. I thought that Dr. Pepper was a Coca-Cola product and Mr. Pibb was a Pepsi product. Oh, but it's the other way. Dr. Pepper is a Pepsi product. Oh, I see. Okay. Got it. Grab me a Peppo while you're there. It sounds like something. Who's that comedian? John Mulaney. Sounds like he would ask for a Peppo. Yes. Hope he's doing well. I love him. I like him a lot, too. By the way, I watched Pete Davidson last night on Seth Meyers. I was up late, had the munchies. and <laughs> What were you eating? Uh, Crackers I, I, and chips. That was when I did all and... my chips. Okay. Yeah, I did the, the the Cola Ranch in the middle of the baked barbecue so chips. Good. What a nice sandwich that was. Are you um, pregnant? I'm not sure yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm not. Okay. Pete Davidson uh, was uh, was living with his mom during the pandemic. Um, he's so surprised that he has been on the show for seven years that they're starting to ask him to do impressions of Andrew Cuomo, Eminem. Oh, you mean it's on just SNL? An interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking and with Seth Meyers. I can't. And, I can't do anything. Yeah. Well, but then they keep asking him to do more things. And you know what he said? Um, he was going out to dinner yesterday with Elon Musk. Oh. And Lauren Michaels. Yeah. Sure. Which means they're probably going to be doing. Some kind of a taped bit. Doesn't of it make course, you think that that's going to be happening? Because he only does taped bits. He's going to be doing something Videos, like that. Videos, yeah. He said, I don't know why everybody's so upset about Elon Musk hosting. He, even like, you know, referencing his fellow cast members there. He said like, so what? We have a guy who's, you know, kind of a genius and kind of trying to make the world better. That was what Pete Davidson said. Maybe he's yeah. just not educated on the other things he's done and said. Possibly. Pete Davidson not educated on all the issues? Question mark. <laughs> do you? Obviously, I can tell you don't like him, but do you think he's funny or Me? talented? Yeah. Yes, you do. Oh, I don't not like him, but I do know the things that he's said and done. Elon but I, Musk. Yeah, but I think that his genius, super geniusness, is so interesting to me. Donna, were you asking about Pete Davidson? Yes. Yes, I oh, want to know if you I like Pete think... Davidson. You like Pete? Oh, is he no. funny? Absolutely I don't think not. I think he can do funny things. How did he get on Saturday things. Night Live? That's and why does Lauren Michaels love him so much? I wonder if he just wants to see him as like a project, you know? Just wants to make sure he's... He was very young when he came on the show. He was 20. Not even. I think he was 19. Don't I, I, argue I, with me. Because I think he was a teenager. Because <laughs> I remember thinking... there's on a, the air. <laughs> save it for off the air, like oh, all our other arguments. Whatever. I, yeah, I don't think he's funny either. He's too, he always goes for the crude line. It's so lazy. That he's kind of so writing, lazy. You know? Yeah. 
All right. Good talk, guys. See you guys. Good um, show, everybody. Uh, let's talk about the lowest rated Jeopardy guest host so far. Steve has a theory as to why. Coming up. Warm weather is finally here. It's summertime and the perfect time to join the Y. The Y has outdoor pools and splash decks at locations throughout the area for fun days with family and friends. And here's the best part. If you join by May 13th, you'll get $5 enrollment and 25% off dues for the whole summer. Swim on over to ymcanorth.org and join today. And Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Steve, have you watched any of the Jeopardy guest host no. shows? Oh, not even one. Not even. Not even one. a single one, no. huh? That's... Despite all my interest, I am a man who, if it's not set on my DVR, it simply does not happen. Gotcha. I'm kind of the same way, a little. Anderson Cooper. Coop. You know he's picked up a lot of accolades over his career. Accolades. His newest is. Lowest rated Jeopardy guest host. <gasps> Worse oh, than Dr. Oz. Why? I don't know. I, I Here's what I, I think. I think he's delightful. Um, I think the interest is dying off in general. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I think two things might be at play here. Neither of which I think impact Anderson Cooper's chances if he wants to be considered. I don't think he does. Maybe he does. I don't think he I does. think he sees himself as more of a newsman. Same thing with George Snepalopagus. There's no way that he <laughs> wants that. He wants to break news on the Biden administration and yeah. talk about COVID-19. He wants to do toothy things. <laughs> the interest has died off with who is going to be guest hosting. And I think with Anderson Cooper, and I know that you could argue this with Dr. Oz too, and others I'm sure on this list, but I just think people know what they're getting with Anderson Cooper. So when Aaron Rodgers goes on, there is a, what's this going to be like? How's he going to do? Ken Jennings, he's the first one in, former Mm -hmm. contestant. And he's got the highest ratings. Yes. Um, Mike Richards, who is this guy? Why is Twitter talking about him? Whereas with Anderson Cooper, you know. Like, you know what that show, you know what Jeopardy would look like and sound like without even watching Anderson Cooper do it. You can imagine what that show would be like with him. Yeah. It's just he's such a known entity that I think that actually brings down your the the tune-in ability for a okay. two-week guest There's not enough stint. curiosity there. Yeah, because I think that people already have their questions answered as to how he would do. Mm. Great. Um, I think Bill Whitaker, he's going to take over next week. Um, oh, wait. No, he's hosting this week. Billy Whitwet? Yes, and Billy? next week. So he's already started his run. And then after him, it's going to be Buzzy Cohen. Former contestant. Mayim Bialik. Blossom. Savannah Guthrie. Dr. Sanjay Gupta. CNN. Dr. George Stephanopoulos. Big Bird's buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Robin Roberts. LeVar Burton. Yes. And David Faber. From CNBC and Joe Buck, sportscaster. Oh, so I, I'm going to start taping them again because I do want to tune in and just see, it just even one half of an episode just to see what their you know what their vibe is. Yaqua. Yaqua. Anyway, I get you. I uh, I'd like to see Joe Buck do it. Everybody's excited about Lavar Burton doing it. That yeah, after a petition yeah. from fans online, and then him 
he even joined the the fray there, LeVar Burton, saying, hey, I'm down. Want to do this? Robin Roberts so will be, be really good. She'll be great. I think it's going to come down to LeVar Burton, Ken Jennings, and Mike Richards. Okay, so hypothetically, sight unseen for LeVar Burton, you're given the keys. Whose ignition do you stick it in? Oh. I'm going to stick it in <laughs> Mike Richards' ignition. That's his name, right? time he makes you He was really good. Hot like, and fresh really Mama yeah. rolling that body. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick LeVar Burton. Okay. But I didn't watch Mike Richards. He was really good. I just like LeVar Burton so much. Aw. And Steve, you're going to go with Jennings, right? I think I'll go Jennings. But I'd be happy with either, any of those three. Okay. That'd be fun. Okay. LeVar Burton would be great. Mike Richards. Guys, then we, as Hubbard Broadcasting employees, can always claim it was one of our family members. Oh, who, yes. Because he used to work at Reels. Um, which is a Hubbard Broadcasting company. Yeah. Of course, you remember he was a uh, former guest on season one of the now defunct podcast by Steve Patterson called Interviews with Awesome People circa 2014. Thank you guys for listening mm. Mm. and subscribing. Okay. Mm. Great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. He's great. He's so gen- And think of the career Mike Richards has had. We've talked about this before. He goes from hosting a daily entertainment show on Reels. Great to executive producing Let's Make a Deal, to executive producing The Price is Right, to then executive producing Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Does he want to produce this show? (laughs) At least hour one. (laughs) (laughs) How empty would you feel if you didn't have this hour with us? I would feel. I really would. I love you guys. You guys are so much fun. I'm not being sarcastic. I sense that you are. No, I'm not. I really have a great time. Yesterday, I just pulled up. I had a YouTube, um, my YouTube list, and I like I have Jason and Alexis, and then I have Donna and Steve. For Jason and Alexis, I have a bunch of clips that we like play often. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, like music beds and stuff. The only thing in your (laughs) in your Uh, list was the sound of a walrus. And it was really scary. I guess we did guess this sound, I think. Sometimes I'll do that to Steve and go, see if you can guess what this is. It was so scary. I'm like, if I had, MC and I were listening to it, and I'm like, if I had a movie that was like an exorcism, I would use this. (laughs) You know why? Because that was another documentary that I watched was about a walrus, and I loved it so much. This guy took care of this walrus. Oh, is, it was, hey, Steve. Okay, okay, no, I'm sorry. You're right. Sorry. Like That's this. really cool. <laughs> yeah. The walrus. It was a really sweet documentary. I'm going to find out the name of it. It was does, so good. Does a walrus have tusks? Yes. Tusks. But a sea lion does not. That's correct. That's more and like a sea seal. lions. They're sea lions and seals. They're different. Oh, a sea lion is also super mm, fat. A sea right? lion is the one that kind of looks like a calico. It's different. But a seal <laughs> is pretty. Do you want to hear the walrus? Because I have yes. it pulled up again. It's really yeah. scary. <laughs> I remember this. But wait. 
It gets into really weird territory here. <laughs> he stopped doing it. <laughs> this that's the sound that my, my stomach made a few morning. weeks ago when I was in the minivan with my daughter. The clip. <laughs> it's like those goats that are like, hello. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that that's is the really sound great. of someone that's possessed. At the end. Can we hear him at the end again? Yeah. This is Donna in meetings with Amy. sound clip I have uh, for you. <laughs> well, that sums it all up. Right yeah, we there. keep it simple there. Oh I'm sorry to derail the show. No, I'm sure no. you had a lot better things planned Not here. Really, really, no. Okay. Actually, it was much better. No, I was contemplating I doing a little more tree talk, and I actually just pulled the reins back, so okay. the walrus was helpful there. Okay. Oh, gosh, that was fun. Uh, all right. Hey, can I, yes. can I say yep. something about a tree now that you brought it up? Oh, yeah. God, is it going to be about the poplar? Kind of. Uh-oh. So, listen. Okay, so... <laughs> so now, when I start talking about something that Donna is bored with, we can just pull that up okay, as I'll being put it on a Donald, Donna's sort of internal dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like... Uh, Bruce Almighty, whenever Steve Carell's character's <laughs> mouth gets taken over by Jim Carrey yes! playing God. <laughs> yes. And a little bit of the Tide stain, the yes, stain on the shirt. Exactly. Elements of that as well. Um, so I was taking a walk in the neighborhood, and I got a neighbor across the way who uh, is, was planting trees this weekend, last weekend. So I was watching them do it. They were using a, an auger mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. spin down into the ground and make the digging thing easier. He said they ended up uh, ruining a couple of the irrigation lines, but that happens, and then they can come out and fix them. It's not like a totally catastrophic event. But he, um, I said, well, you know, I was going to do a willow tree. And I said, goodness gracious, I heard from everybody saying don't plant a willow. And he said, Why? we are going to plant a willow tree. Mm. They're planting one. And here's what he said, and I don't think I'm going to go willow, but I'm just going to say this. We have some ponds in the back yard there's like rows of homes and then in between them there's this preserve area with some wetlands he said we're going to plant it back near the edge of our property line great idea and those roots are going to search out the water so they're not going to be as invasive in our yard because they're going to be going down toward the source of the water he lives further donna from the pond than i and so then i thought well goodness could i do that could i still plant one deep in the corner you know, the neighbor to on one side said that he wants to plant a willow tree. So maybe I plant one back there and we both enjoy it. But now I'm thinking I'm going to do three poplars in the back, maybe two more on the sides. I don't know. But here's what he said. You ever talk to a neighbor who just knows stuff? People just know more things. I said, you know what? I got a Aren't storm. are you that guy? No, I know Jack Squat. I'm oh. inquisitive about everything, okay. but I don't know a lot. I said, uh... I got a storm drain, a storm drain in my in on on the property, like a like a Ninja Turtles manhole cover, and I said, so I got to worry about the roots there. And he, with such easy, quiet confidence, said, that won't be a problem with your roots, not not for a storm drain. And I was like, okay, great. And then I said, I'm thinking about these hybrid poplars. They really just spring up. They do five to eight feet per year. I saw some convincing videos, and I said, I drove on 212 yesterday, 
once you see a thing, you see more of the thing. All I saw were poplars. I said, I think there's poplars all over this place on 212. And he said, that's very likely because MnDOT doesn't want to deal with the complaints of people saying we paid our tax money paid for this foliage. Where is it? So they put up fast growing trees, mm. trees with rapid growth rates to appease the taxpayer so that visually they can see, okay, good. The trees that we there was an am amendment for in whatever tax proposal has paid off because look at how big those trees are. Okay. Steve Poplar said. Right. <laughs> Don't forget that's cottonwood. You know, is there's there's an element of cottonwood, but it won't drop any cotton. Okay. They say that the, the the nature of this hybrid is is that it won't give you the bad things of a cottonwood. Why do you guys know so much about trees? We don't. He just started talking about them yesterday, and, and then I was doing a reading. I you guys are adults. Up. That's why. No, no. I just learned. I, I I just look stuff up. I think I can be a quick study on things, and mm -hmm. then like if I don't do any more research by Friday, I'll forget everything that I knew. Okay. So that is, but I've been researching them, trying to figure out, but they come in this little box and then they just, they go crazy. Let's they, take a break. All okay. Right. All right. When we come back, if you see something, you should say something, right? If you eat raw meat, it can get you high. And Queen Elizabeth has her own beer. Decide which story you want to stick around to listen to. We'll tell you both next on Don and Steve. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank what you for listening to my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve is holding up a piece of smoked meat. Wet smoked meat. Okay. Um, damp. I know you girls don't like moist. So damp it meat. It dripped. It did drip. That was a bummer. So yeah. I got to really press down on is my spacebar. Is that space what you're bar. having for breakfast? Uh, yeah. You know, <clears throat> I have to run in right to the station right after. I'm not going to have time for lunch. So I have to have commercial break brunch right now. And it's brisket. It's brisket from this um, Saturday. Oh, must be nice. Can I say this briefly before we get into if you see something, say something? Sure. I am not suggesting a format switch to management. What? But I'll just say <laughs> that when we talk trees, the people respond. People respond. We get emails. Don didn't field any calls, but that's fine. But oh, people, that's because I had him blocked from before. Thank you. People reach out. And they want, they, people have feelings about trees. And you know what I found out? May I just, my final point is this. There is no perfect tree. There are no perfect kids. Okay. There's no perfect tree. Okay, are you done? <sighs> yes. Peach trees. Hey, if you great. see something, say something. The oh, road that is slow. catchy, huh? <laughs> Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Oh, my buddy Bobby Jensen. Of course, from Carol Evans. <laughs> he texted, Oh my God. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now, so presumably, this is coming out of tree talk. We're guessing. Okay, well, I said tree talk or walrus noises. <laughs> he said tree talk, but the walrus noises were way cool. So I said, Should Steve plant a willow or a poplar? Don't. What did he answer? You don't want any. I don't want feedback. No, it's he said not... willows suck. Poplar by a nose, which I which get. that means he doesn't not much think... better. He thinks poplars are just less sucky. Bobby. And just so people know, he Bobby is everything. He's the garden and garden. Yeah, on Care Eleven. Yeah. Oh. Um, who you've never connected me with because you're afraid that he and I would become best friends. Yeah, because you're a friend poacher. 
They we uh, he is, who is he's he a friend. Uh, a couple of people. Marnie Gellner is uh-huh. one of my closest friends, and Mike Musman. Who's, and Mike Musman, who's one of my closest friends. And wow, I didn't know his first name was Mike. I also didn't know his full last name was Musman. Well, now but they're now my buddies. So, okay. all right, anyway. go ahead with your meat story. Well, you know, and I have this meat <laughs> right here. Now, my meat is four days old. Uh, it's from Saturday, five days, whatever. Um, and I'm eating it, and I'm not getting high. But people on the internet always find new ways to do dumb things. Here's the hot new trend on social media. Eating rotten meat no. to get high. The trend is called high meat or high meat. And people say that eating old, Donna decomposed, discolored meat with mold and bacteria growing on it makes them feel euphoric. There I are mean, two outstanding questions. Go to church. Could it make you sick? <laughs> could it kill you? It could do both of those things, by the way. You could have... A stomach ache, diarrhea, food poisoning, etc. Those can be severe at times. If anyone is listening and is contemplating this, we would urge you not to do it. Or at a minimum, consult your physician before you intentionally eat rotten meat in an effort to get euphorically high. Consult your physician. Nobody <laughs> consults their physician about anything unless they have a rash. Yeah. But they don't in advance go, should I do this? They don't call them up for stuff right. like that. Nor does like, the doctor want to be consulted. They're yeah. like, i got another no appointment way. to get to. What do you yeah. think I'm on call? Is this the Brady Bunch? I'm not coming to your house. Just <laughs> right. make up your own mind and I'll see if things turn for the worse. Let me tell you who to consult. WebMD. <laughs> yep. It's Which like, always says you're dead. Yeah. If you're not you've already got all dead, the you're about to die. Yeah, that's correct. Well. Could... Uh, I'd like Bobby to call in, if at all possible. Oh, jeez. Okay. Bobby, will you call us? 651-641-1071. Because he could help us. And no one us? else call right now. No one else call. If you're not Bobby don't, Jensen, not don't Bobby. even think about it. <laughs> I'm going to get really mad. Yeah, I like that you're lumping us into, like, Bobby can help us. I What's think, John, sh- you and I are fine, right? I don't need any help. Right I don't now. know. I don't know, Bobby. Maybe he can help me with something. Yeah, Bob's a gardening <laughs> expert. Oh, that reminds me, Don. We had a family conversation. And I said, I wish Don was here. We we're all talking about recurring nightmares that we've had. Oh. And I said, you know, Don would be able to help with this. Uh, you know, I'll have my sister call in maybe later this week. She's got some questions about dreams. Sure. So maybe you could help her with that. And then we can become best friends. Uh, Bobby, the number is 651 641 1071. Thank Again, you to it's all 651. the people that are not calling right now. 651 641 1071. Um, Quickly, Donna, tell us your story about the Queen. Oh, thank you for asking. Um, Well, the Queen has a new line of beers. I didn't even know she had beers before. She doesn't even know that she has. I think she had... Steve. No, I don't mean that she's lost it. I mean, she's so out of touch. She's in her corner of the castle... She doesn't know that any of this is going on. It's only available in the UK, as far as I know. Um, So, these are sold in the Sandringham gift shop at $5.50 a bottle, 500 milliliter bottle. They come in two varieties, a cold filtered traditional English bitter and a stronger golden IPA described as uniquely natural. And it's coming from plants Grown on her estate in, I'm always afraid to say this word, Norfolk. Okay. 
Norf- yeah. Mm-hmm. Norfolk. Do the L. Lean yeah, into the just L. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. yep. So it's organic. It's barley that's grown on the rolling farmland. Um, <clears throat> they have pictures <laughs> of a hare and a pheasant on the bottle. Oh. And um, it sounds lovely. Now, the cool thing is, okay, so wait. Uh, they added this release um, with a new variety of gin, also uh, using the classic Buckingham Palace gin mixed with hand-picked berries. Anyway, it's a royal collection, and it goes to various charities, all the proceeds. And that gin is $41 a bottle. We have Bobby on the line, and we have one minute to talk to him. Okay, one minute. We have one minute with you, Bobby. All right, Bobby, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for calling in. Bobby Jensen from Care 11. Um, So I've moved away from the willow tree. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of these hybrid poplars planted along the highway. And, Bobby, the name of the game for me is getting trees up quickly so I don't have to wait until my kids are grown and gone to actually enjoy the growth. Yeah, so everybody wants trees that grow quickly. Right. They grow quickly, they die quickly. Oh, um, what is the reason you want the tree? You've never answered that question. Just the I, tree? Is I just want... Shade? Just is this, co- what is it for? What's it, the reason? It's like a visual blockage from the houses behind. It just provides a little bit more of a cozy, tucked away vibe. He has no trees. Okay, look, long as it's not shade or anything, the, will, the, uh, the poplars, those hybrid poplars, will grow fast. They'll cover the area. And you're okay. But, I mean, if you want a real tree, you know, like an oak. Everybody thinks they're so slow, but just buy a little bit bigger one. Don't buy a don't buy a sapling. Buy one that grows. But, you know, you do have to wait 10 years or so until they're oh, massive. There you but, go. That's, that's, that's the thing. You know, he doesn't have the time. Bobby, I feel like you just gave me license to get the hybrid poplar. He is the great Bobby Jensen <laughs> Bobby, from Care 11. Bobby, thank you. Thank you, for you. On. Thank you so much for Bye, calling Bobby. in. Bye. Growing with care on uh, Saturday mornings. Okay, there you go. That was great. That's great. We'll I feel right better.